0: Hey, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm the pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And thanks for joining me today as we continue to walk through the New Testament, looking at portions of each chapter in a devotional manner, thinking about how we we can take what the text says, think about what it means, and then apply it to our modern day life. And so with that said, today we are in Acts chapter six, and, uh, and I want to look at the very end of Acts chapter 6 because this is going to set us up for the, the next week and uh, in Acts chapter 7 when we jump into that. This is the beginning of Stephen's story. Uh, this is one of the deacons and, and he is, uh, well, we see him doing incredible ministry in the early church and we see, ultimately, we see the response of the world around him. And before we jump into the text, I, I want to preface this by just getting us to remember that if you are in christ the world is not your friend if you are in christ the the system of the world is it is by its very nature it is against you because because it is against christ if you are one who trusts Christ, you are going to face opposition of this world, and it's going to come in the in the the form of people. But really, this is an opposition that is really a a spiritual opposition. There, there is a spiritual enemy, and he has intentions of of squelching gospel proclamation. He he has the intention of of quieting us and keeping us from speaking up about Christ. And he is willing to use uh, evil means to do so. That's what we're going to see as we begin Acts chapter 6 and then as we spill into the next few chapters. And so why don't you look with me at the text. We're going to begin in chapter 6 verse 8. Here's what the text says. It says, and Stephen, full of grace and power, was doing wonders and signs among the people. Then some of those who belonged to the synagogue of the freedmen, as it was called, and of the Cyrenians and the Alexandrians and those from Cilicia and Asia rose up and disputed with Stephen, but they could not withstand the wisdom and spirit with which he was speaking. Now, why does he have such wisdom and spirit? Because, Because he has the spirit of God because he's speaking the truth of the gospel, which is unstoppable. Let's continue in the text. Then they secretly instigated men who said, We have heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and God. And they stirred up the people and the elders and the scribes, and they came upon him and seized him and brought him before the council. And they set up false witnesses who said... This man never ceases to speak words against this holy place and the law, for we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy this place and will change the customs that Moses delivered to us. And they gazed at him. All who sat in the council saw that his face was like the face of an angel. what do we see here? we see Stephen's gospel proclamation and we see that it is met with opposition now initially this opposition they try to they try to debate him but but they can't they have no foothold. They have no argument. They can't carry water compared to what Stephen has. Stephen is bringing the pure, unadulterated gospel, the message that that all have sinned, that all fall short of the glory of God, the message that, that this God who made us all, he loves us dearly. And in his great love, he sent his son, Jesus, to carry the full weight of the consequence of our sin. To die in our behalf, to be buried and to be resurrected. This is this is the the tearing down of the temple that that Stephen was preaching. It's it's the temple that is Christ, his death, and then his resurrection. And then we see that they ultimately they are not able to compete. They they, they can't win the debate, and so then they they uh, th- this results in them resorting to crafty deception. they get they get false people to lie. they get people to bring false accusations against Stephen. The, these accusations they ultimately lead to Stephen being seized and then even in that we see see Stephen it says they see his face is like an angel. He, he's he's got this confidence and likely a serenity. He, he's he's not threatened by them he's not threatened by their argument. He's not threatened by their lies. He's not threatened by them even as they lay hands upon him. This is why his face is like an angel because his his security, his trust, his hope is in the Jesus that he preaches. Now, what what does this mean for our modern world? What is what is this ancient way for our modern day? How do we how do we understand this and then how do we connect it to our modern day life? Well, I I think we need to understand, first of all, this reminds us that the world is not for you. If you speak of Christ, you will face opposition. I just want to say this so clearly. There is not not this way where we can please the world and please God at the same time. There's not a way to be friends with the world and be, be followers of God at the same time we will say things the world is going to oppose and sometimes they're going to viciously and ferociously oppose that but but we need to settle in our hearts and our minds we need to come to a spot once and for all and then over and over again every time as we're challenged we need just to settle in our hearts we 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 stand with christ We, we belong to christ we speak for Christ. Now, now when we do that, this means others are going to try to shut us up. They're gonna debate with us. You and I, we need to be strong. We need to, we need to trust that God's spirit will guide us. We, we might not have all the answers, but we've got the scripture and we can go to the scripture. We've got great theologians and great minds that surround us, great thinkers that can help us reason with others. When we are, we are posed with questions that we might not have the, the answer ready, guess what, we can do the work. The answers are there. We have a reasonable and rational faith and so we we should we should understand that secondly we should we should not be surprised when people lie about us when people try to corner us and bully us because of our faith. when People try to take our pure arguments and they try to twist us and gaslight it and and make us act like because we believe the gospel, we believe other things that are wrong or evil. Listen, no, if you are in Christ, you are a new creation. Listen, you you have your hands on the truth. You have the best worldview that has ever existed because you have the worldview of the one true God who made the world. Don't be bullied by lies. Don't be intimidated even even in the worst case scenario when they lay hands upon you recognize recognize they're doing this because you stand with Christ and so in a sense this is a this is an example of what it looks like to stand firm in the faith to not be swayed to not be moved to not be bullied to not be pushed around listen you have the truth Boldly speak the truth. Lovingly speak the truth. Hold fast to the truth. And when you face opposition, remember the example of of Stephen. Remember that, that you have the truth. Remember that you have the peace of God which guards your heart and mind and and it transcends all understanding. Remember you have an eternity forever with him. Remember you have the best worldview that has ever existed. You have the worldview of God himself, not perfectly, but it's filling your mind more and more as you read the scripture. And so you can be peaceful, you can be calm and you can face those who oppose you, loving them and loving truth. This is our ancient way for our modern day.